Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake, myself and big baby David Mendelson on the ones and twos. Might be an iconic episode today, might not be. Uh, I think it's going to be high and tight. I'm going to be honest with you, worn out Yankees West Coast trip. We just spent all day streaming Super Mega Baseball because we are in the video game. Whoops. Sorry about that part of it. So we're going to mostly talk about Al Pacino's new pregnant? No. Um, we're going to stay away from that, and we'll do Anthony Bass's highlights. No, we're not going to do that either. Um, I'm, a I'm a little kooky. I'm a little saucy. I think you should leave. New season is out, so you know BBD's feeling good. I'm not feeling bad about it from what I've watched so far. Um, it is May 31st. Uh, June 1st comes tomorrow. We've got NBA Finals on the way. Baseball feels like it's in a full rhythm. Um, I am very excited for this June. I think if your team has a bad June or your team has a good June, I think that dictates your trade deadline. Basically, outside of like the main contenders, um, it's ugly, man. And I'm, I'll say this: I'm I'm happy that my Yankees, our Yankees, have joined the main contenders, uh, babes. Because otherwise, I don't know, man. Both central divisions drive me nuts. Even like the NL East, that's supposed to be really good. Marlins and Mets are a game above 500. Uh, we do have the NBA Finals coming up, which I'm a little excited for. They start tomorrow, right? Yeah. June 1st. Um, hockey, you lost me, Pop. I'm sorry. I couldn't tell you what's happening. I'm sorry. Um, and there's some interesting stuff just going in the sports world in general. I want to talk about the Padres broadcast and what's going on there. And uh, ESPN had some news the other day that I think might fascinate. Um, and I have a list of bad baseball hitters that we could talk about that for a little bit. So all of that is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings, why don't you hit it out of the park this baseball season? I've been placing a lot of bets lately. I run hot and cold. Back in a heater. Um, won a little bit of money. Go heat. Uh you can place a $5 bet and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, plus bigger payouts with the parlays. You know what I did for that game seven? I did, uh, I did like a tease, if you know what that is. Um, basically, it was heat plus seven and a half or whatever, so I made it plus heat plus 13 and a half, um, and then I did the over-under, and that was at 200-something, and I raised that too. But both of the bets combined were minus money because I made it easier. But together, they were like an even bet. And that was an easy winner. Game sevens. Teams normally play tight, lower scoring. You know the other team really well. And I thought the Heat would keep it close. I didn't know they'd run Boston out of the building. Oh, no. Celtics fans were sad. At least the Sox look good. Sign up with code BAKERS. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code BAKERS only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, I'll do this quick because I'm not as knowledgeable as I'd like to be on it, but it did come across that ESPN is going full streaming service, which... <sighs> I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm not smart enough to know where the world is actually going. But it feels like ESPN's only strength at this point was when games are on. 
or Scott Van Pelt is on. I mean, you can obviously still stream games, but I don't know. I I was having some dark subway moments, as I normally do, uh, on the way in. And just the thought of ESPN not being... I guess TV's not going to exist. Like, real... Like, if you're being... Real isn't real. If you're being honest with yourself, like, TV's not going to exist? We just stream everything? Only reason I do cable is... Because of sports? I don't know, man. That makes me kind of sad. I think sometimes when you buy internet, they make you do the cable, depending on what company you do. Right, like everyone's done that. Um, but ESPN is going full streaming, and I, I don't know. It uh, it makes my core a little sad uh, as someone who grew up on ESPN um, and just throwing it on. Whenever I check into a hotel room, I turn on ESPN. It's like a, like a weird knee-jerk reaction. Whenever we do one of our blitzball battles and I'm saying in Jersey City, I just keep it on the whole time. I sleep with it on. I don't know why. I don't sleep with it on at home. Mm. Just a weird Jersey City hotel comfort. hotel thing you do. Uh, and then, you know, K-Mac finds his way in and it gets late early. Um, yeah, I mean, t- TVs. The only channel I flip to if I'm not going to a specific game is ESPN. Like, I, I, I'm still at a point where, like, I'll let that run. I mean, I watch TV to watch sports. And if sports is going, and maybe I should rephrase it. I think televisions are going to be around because they're, I don't know, big monitors that we watch. You still watch stuff on a TV. Cable's dying, and I guess we've known that. But uh, the plot twist that's thickening to this in live time, your San Diego Padres, who were one of the best storylines of baseball. I mean, how many episodes of Talking Baseball over the past year and a half have the Padres kind of headlined? Because Seidler, their owner, they went out. They got a bunch of guys. I mean, Tatis Soto, Bogarts, Hassan Kim, Gary Sanchez in the lineup now for your Padres. How about, how do you like that? Blake Snell, remember that? That was like one of the starting pieces. First, like, all-in type moves they did. Off of the World Series. Um, they are with, or I guess they were with, Bally's, which Bally's is in incredible debt, and they have a bunch of the TV channels. So Padre fans... I think they have to get an MLB TV subscription. I think it'll dollars a month, or do they get it on other local channels too? I, in the little research I'd done, and this is like months ago when when Bally's first like declared bankruptcy or whatever. Right. I believe, I I think it's gonna be like a free thing because like you have to offer that to people. It can't be like just a paid thing. I don't fully remember, but but like MLB has is like taking over the whole thing. Yeah, and I'm in the comment section right now, and I I think they're gonna so you can get the app, Directv or Cox. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm coming off as just an old man, but this is getting bizarre. That I don't know. I 
Whenever the Yankees play on Amazon, I get the update on my phone because the social media guy who's working for the Yankees, his job, partially because of us, is to get the news out on Twitter as fast as he possibly can. I'm saying he because we know the guy, by the way. Tall, 6'8", handsome, had his first kid, happy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten to talk to him this year. When the Yankees play on Amazon or Peacock or wherever else they play baseball games. Apple and, TV. Apple TV. Me and BBD. We were in here uh, two weekends ago. The Yankees played the Reds on Peacock. I was watching the game. Again, a person that now talks about the Yankees for a living. I was watching the game over BBD's shoulder on his laptop because that's where we had Peacock. I also kept a little bit of defense, and I'm telling BBD this now. I had pretty bad gas that day. So I was watching from a distance. Turned it. Over a laptop away from BBD as I was watching a game that I was about to, in two hours, speak to people about. And I got a notification on my home before I think Glaber homered, like a pitch and a half before. So I don't know. I, I guess I'm just kind of babbling into a, as a new season of I Think You Should Leave comes out and just scared of the future of the world. And Twitter is going to become X one day, and it's going to be like an all-for-one app where you order food and tweet and stuff. I don't know. I know there'd be some really smart people that would probably like laugh me out of a room, and if they hear this, they'd end up laughing. But uh, kind of a dick punch just all around. And I think the Padres, like, Biebs, you mentioned this. I think this is the tip of the iceberg because Bally's has like 14 teams. Yeah. And if they just start missing payments everywhere, I don't know what happens. Um, are we just going to pay? Is it just going to become like pay for any time you want to watch something? But also, Americans and people in general are done, so you sign up for Peacock for 7 bucks to watch your team, and 20% of the people never cancel it, and they just collect on that? I don't know. That's just the plan. Eventually, they'll... People have been saying this for years. Eventually, it's going to be like, and you can buy this all-encompassing thing to have all the streaming services. And it's like, well, that's just what cable was. It was just cable, but we had it in um, live time. Yeah. Because, like, none of these are as live as TV was. Here's what I'll say. Um, I don't know. I, it feels like the tip of the iceberg. It, I mean, think about this. A pro sports team... And the channel you watch it on. The Yankees fan. I watched Yes for years. If you're, um, you know, if you watch Fox Sports North, I think that's where the Twins are on. And Trevor Plouffe has just started working. Like, I just don't know. I don't know how it ends. Um, And it's really weird. And Padre fans, I guess if you're listening to this, let me know in the comments, like, what your deal is at now. And is it worse than I'm depicting or better than I'm depicting? Because I don't truly know. Because if I just want to watch Padres game, I will put on MLB TV. But I don't know. I I guess I came out hot out of the gate talking about Pacino's pregnant wife, and now I guess I'm coming down. Chugged two old coffees on my desk before we started this. Yankees West Coast trips are tough. Um, let me tell you about a group of struggling players, and I will let you 
do what you want of it. Uh, I tweeted it out earlier today. Uh, Oswaldo Cabrera has been a hot topic in our office uh, because he has been bad, and I will not argue that. So I looked up how many hitters in Major League Baseball this year have had over 100 plate appearances and under a 600 OPS. So you got to be playing a good amount. Uh, Let me see. The player with the least plate appearances on this, uh, Miguel Cabrera, Jose Trevino, it's been overlooked a little bit this season, um, and he just came off the IL. So you could have missed like a two weeks in a games, or you could kind of be a role player and you could still get on this list a little bit. But um, for me, I think you can do whatever you want with this list. I think it's a you pocket it and you say you don't know what baseball is about because... When I go down this list, you know, Jackie Bradley has technically been the worst hitter by these standards, and maybe that doesn't surprise you because uh, he's had some seasons where he kind of does that, and he's out there for defense. Austin Nola. If you know anything about the Padres' catching situation, I mentioned Gary Sanchez was just signed to play with them, um, which, man, I I hope he goes. That would be really cool. But... Not looking great. What if I told you the third player, and this was something that got brought to our attention this week, Colton Wong. Colton Wong on the Seattle Mariners. Let me give you this cat's resume coming into this season. With St. Louis and Milwaukee, made two stops along the way. This guy was like a 730 OPS player. But he played gold glove defense. Uh, he has also had some years, you know, 2021, 783. 2022, 770. Like, that's a positive player. Especially a guy with two gold gloves in the bag. Um, he's usually kind of a net neutral offensive player for his career. Uh, literally at a 99 OPS plus coming in this season. Seattle traded for him. They punted on Jesse Winker. And for both sides, it was kind of like, okay, the Brewers are taking a bet on a guy who has a history of hitting. Jesse Winker's numbers with the Reds are crazy. Like, high-level all-star. Colton Wong is Colton Wong, you know. If you need him at the top of the lineup for a couple games, sure. If you need him in the 7, 8, 9, he's like a great bat down there. He has been awful for the Seattle Mariners. 120 plate appearances, 160 batting average, 250 on base, a 189 slugging. For a 439 OPS. Uh, His worst season since he's come up and played full-time. The shortened season, which I'll kind of rule that out, but he also had a 350 on base percentage. Um, And then you'd have to go back to 2016 when he was still a young player and his numbers are still better than that. One of the other reasons I mentioned the trade, number 15 on the list is Jesse Winker, who we interviewed him and fell in love with him. Cool guy. Red Scooter Gang. His stat page in five years of Cincinnati, 288, 385, a 504 slug, 888 OPS. He's got a 546 OPS this year, no homers. 
The other name that truly jumps off the list, well, there's two. And they're the two guys that sandwich Oswaldo Cabrera. So, okay, Oswaldo Cabrera, he is 24 years old. He has played a lot of positions. He has played one, two, three, four, five, six positions this year. Uh, he's supposed to be a utility bench piece guy. In baseball, you never know. Maybe something else clicks. But his player comp was like Marwin Gonzalez, who had one good year, and that was a year uh, a bang-bang. The kid's been called up. He's was the Yankees' starting left fielder for a while. He has moved around. He hasn't hit. He's been a rollover machine from the left side. It's been kind of weird to watch. Uh, now knowing that the Yankees cut Aaron Hicks, they were like platooning them for a little bit. And in my head, that's my only partial defense. Like, I wish that never happened. Like, if you're going to play this kid a lot, don't tell him he stunk from the right side, which he actually opened up kind of hot from, and switch hitters. Sometimes it takes a little bit to get either side going. Anyways, Oswaldo hasn't been good. I think he's going to be sent down in a couple days. Uh, The Yankees have Josh Donaldson and Giancarlo Stanton coming back. The two players that sandwich Oswaldo Cabrera. He is the delicious meat. Jose Abreu, MVP in the bag, uh, shortened season, whatever. Uh, he had an 824 OPS last year, 304, 378, and 824 OPS last year. That was a 133 OPS plus. Remember, offense was kind of down outside of judge. 133 OPS plus. That was his best season outside of the MVP COVID year since 2017. So a 35-year-old Jose Abreu who still kind of looked the part and was a dude. Remember he got the three-year $60 million? We were kind of surprised by that. He has been bad. 53 games, 214, 276, 540. So, you know, one homer, seven doubles. Um, I mean, everything is just bizarrely bad. Uh, will he go? I want to bet against it. You know, it just seems like a really bad, a really bad 50-plus game stretch for him. He's got a track record that would tell you that won't continue. Father time is undefeated. Sometimes baseball, you never know. But mm. that, that doesn't feel right. Savant's crazy. Can't be good. One of the bluer position player Savant's I've seen in a minute. So... You do some back and forth between 22 and 23, and it's a fun slide. That's <laughs> a, a fun it's a fun screenshot. Um, so, okay, Jose Abreu, sure. His arm strength is up. It's huge. Turning double plays, maybe. First percentile to fourth. Oh, no. Um, I don't know how they do that one. It's bad. Uh, a guy that's known as a really good hitter, less shifts. If anything, I, you could have, you know, going to Houston – Crawford box, that lineup. If anything, I think for this season, maybe not the three years, but for this season, you would have bought a little Jose Abreu stock. I mean, it is plummeted, plummeted. Um, and maybe that changes. Maybe it doesn't. I would, I would assume it does. The other player that sandwiches Oswaldo Cabrera, who is 12th on this list. Again, this was 100 plate appearances. And... Uh, by OPS. Michael Harris, too. 
Oswaldo is 12th worst. Michael Harris is a little worse than him. And Jose Abreu, slightly better. 002 points. And just a reminder, Michael Harris, too, racked up a 5.3 war last year in 114 games. 297, a 514 slug, and 853 OPS. He won Rookie of the Year. He was 21, and he did something for me. Now he's 22. Uh, and he hasn't been doing a lot of anything. And Braves fans, I guess, sound off and let me know. He has six extra base hits. It'll be June 1st tomorrow. I don't know. What's it looked like? Because I know his Waldo has looked bad. Is it like send him down? I know he's been playing defense still, which is nice. Money Mike, he robbed that homer oh. on Sunday Night Baseball. I saw a video of one of the two homers. It was a cool oppo shot. Baseball is a ridiculous sport. Sarah Langs will tell you baseball is best. Um, Because this doesn't happen in other sports. And I, I, I think hearing myself say that, I've definitely said that on Wake and Jake a few times. But... I mean, Jose Abreu, this will be fun, Biebs. We're sports losers. Who's a good NBA comparison for Jose Abreu? So we're talking a top 10 first baseman, middle of the lineup bat. Give me like a power forward that's not going to make an all-star team, but is good. Mm. Like a... uh, I think Paul George might be too good. I was, I was thinking about Paul George when, when we started talking. He's too good for what we're talking about. It's like a small ball for Julius Randle. Has made all-star games. That could, but, be, that could be harsh either way. I could see both yeah. sides getting not happy with that. Getting not happy with that. That's not a phrase. <laughs> and Randle kind of is a, is a rare has-down years guy. Um, Who's the guy on the Pacers that gets threatened to get traded every year? Miles Turner. He's Miles Turner. You're like, oh, Jose Abreu, Miles Turner, they're good. Like, Miles Turner wouldn't have... Like, he wouldn't open up the page and he's like, oh, Miles Turner's averaging five points per game this year? You know, we do it quarterbacks and running backs i mean it's more so injury i guess russell wilson last year remember when that was mm. all happening uh the guys can potentially fall off and be done potentially but. worst coach ever i'd like to remind everyone on that i'm buying bronco stock um it's just that this doesn't happen in other sports um i'm sure there's a hockey argument i've seen guys not having point streaks and things like that but they're still skating for 20 minutes and being out there with the top line and, it's, and it's checking. Like they're, and they're still, like, good. Why am I talking about hockey right now? Um, I'll be interested to see. I think this list I'm going to keep an eye on because I don't know how it ends up. I've seen good first halves. I've seen bad first half. The other guy, guys I've sorted. I did this. I sorted just to get so there's not every name in baseball. I did under a 600 OPS. Which, again, that's 
not the highest bar. Um, Tim Anderson currently. He's got low at bats. He was injured for a bit. 596 OPS. Uh, David Peralta, I was half mad when the Dodgers signed him, but he's been pretty bad. I mentioned Trevino. There's a lot of kids that, again, that's kind of baseball, right? Javi Baez. Tigers, where are we at? Heard Riley Green just got hurt. Yeah. He's been there, their offense, so maybe Javi's about to go. Uh, Will Myers, who was Cincinnati's free agent ad. He's been awful. Elvis Andrews, who, like, helped salvage the White Sox season last year. He's been awful. Know which one? This one, BBD. I don't even know what to do with it because it doesn't make sense to me. Gene Segura. Yeah, that stuck out when I started doing some filtering. 198, a 490 OPS. I mean, I... However you want to chop up Gene Segura. Oh, my God. Murder. He's on a team that's that's super... Exceeding expectations, you would assume he would be a positive part of that. I mean, that is just... Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Um, bad. And you know what's another thing I want to run a... And another thing. Uh, something I want to run a study on, BBD, because I'll, I'll end on a somewhat high note. And I'm not going to run this study. You guys know that by now. Not playing your position. Gene Segura has been playing third base all year for the Marlins. I knew my Gene Segura as a second baseman and like a former shortstop. Yep. Has like played a handful of games at third before. He's graded out horribly at third base. And he's not hitting. Bad combination for your like free agent ad. Of Gene Segura. And you know what, Beebs? This is the high note, and I I don't know what to do with it. Because maybe it's not a high note. The two guys that have been killing it for the New York Yankees lately, not named Aaron Judge. Glaber Torres, who moved Mm -hmm. to the leadoff spot. The Yankees and him agreed to not play shortstop anymore. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa had an incredible May. The Yankees and him agreed to not play shortstop anymore. I don't know. I would love if one of the good nerds of baseball ran a study about, like, playing out of position. Because guess what? I don't know if Oswaldo Cabrera will be a three-year major leaguer, a 10-year major leaguer. I've done this before. Here, talking Yanks, wherever. I do know he was asked to play a ton of left field, which has felt like his worst position on the field in a very complimentary way to him. Mm -hmm. Like, even when he played right field, he looked kind of nasty. Third base has looked at, like, his best position, even though second base was reported to be his best position. He plays, like, a fine The days we've seen him at second has just been weird this year, but that's been, like, three games. Right. Um so I don't know. I, all I do know is, and I guess this is the high note to spend it on, because I am i haven't named any of the young guys. Jose Miranda got sent down um, by the Twins. Uh, Joey Weimer 
I think he's still getting run for the Brewers, but he's in a bad place. Bryce Terang for the Brewers. I think he got sent down. Um, he might be back up. Guess what? A couple of these guys, someone's going to go in a good way. Like, and let's be honest, if you're looking at these names, I think you'd probably go Jose Abreu, Michael Harris, Gene and Jesse are interesting conversations. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess what I'm saying is before you write any of these guys off, some of them could be toast. I would bet one of these guys has, in the final four months, one of those guys will have one of the better months of the season. Like a potential player of the month season. Money Mike, Abreu, you know, those guys are pretty good candidates. If I told you that before the season, you'd say that's no doubt, right? They'll get one. Let's see who it is, and that's kind of the beauty of baseball. Um, BBD, your NBA finals are coming up. Finals coming up. How do you feel? Are you excited? Um, do you care? Do you care? Don't full care. The Heat are just like such a good story. I'm also like, I'm, are you I like rooting the Heat? I think I am rooting Denver. Interesting. There's an element of like, if you already lose to like the championship team as a Nick fan, that does ease some tensions. Hmm. So I, I I would I think I would find the positive in any result. I'll enjoy the series. Who's America rooting for? The Heat. I think so. Jimmy Butler's got a pretty high Q score right now. Eight seed, underdog. Uh, America buys into that more than Joker becoming the star he is, and it's cool. There's people, some people are, are, I think people are are either like all the way in or all the way out on Joker. Like some people are annoyed that this works Mm. for him. Some people I think never, never want to see him win one. That three-point shot he hit, one-foot Dirk fadeaway over AD, ball over his head. Uh, That's interesting. I guess in my head I kind of assumed I was rooting for the Nuggets because I like like Joker getting credit for being the star he is. Like, he should have won MVP again, but the Embiid crowd was, like, got loud. The, and that's the way, how the NBA works. The way NBA, like, MVP voting works is, like, you know, if they decide you're done winning those. But like, I, LeBron could have had 10 more. Right. But also... You know, like, they decided he was done getting them. Jimmy Butler being that guy would be pretty cool in an all-time one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess... Russillo had a bunch of good stuff about, like, the, taking in the perspective on what the Heat are doing. That that sort of resonated with me the last few days. I was surprised. Uh, the odds are heavy Denver. They are the better team. I think they were the best team. Everyone just did the NBA like, Suns have Durant and Booker, though. LeBron yeah, like and the AD. Players. Uh, the Nuggets are the best team. They should win. This will be the ultimate heat test. Because you're going to Denver, which is literally an unfair advantage you're playing at altitude um they have extra rest the heat 
What they have going for them that I'm interested in, they could suck me in. How good of a coach is Spolstra against Mike Malone? That's been one of the, the topics. Is Caleb Martin real? Or a version of real? Because there was a lot of compelling arguments he should have been the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. <laughs> and by the way, if you're someone who likes to drink tears, which I normally am not this guy, but sometimes Boston tears are meant to be drank. Uh, Simmons recorded with his father after they lost Game 7. And uh, it's an intriguing listen. It's mm. an intriguing listen. I thought they handled it fantastically. Um, I mean, it's just, hey, we've done them with Talking Yanks every year when the season ends. You're kind of logical and you're just sad. Uh, like, I think people expect the overreaction then. But it's just kind of sadness and, like, it's like honesty. It's like honesty. It's honesty hour. It's like, okay, you know, Stanton will be with, back next year. We're done year. with that. Like, so. let's not tease ourselves. Stanton will be back. Nobody's going to trade for him. He played 20 games last year. He's got the no trade clause anyway. <laughs> He's going to be back with it. Like, um, so if you're into that kind of thing, tune in. I, uh, I bet the Heat to win the series only because I thought the number was juicy. It was like plus 400. So, like, if they win one of the first two games, I may cash out. Like, I, I really don't think the Heat are going to win the series. I do think it would be a very interesting storyline if they take one of the first two games, which is obviously possible. It's basketball. If Caleb Martin looks like he did against Boston, you basically have another, like, dominant wing. So that changes Miami's formula. And then Spolstra and Jimmy Butler. Like... I guess the other thing where I was talking myself into it, gambling-wise, was I was like, yo, Bam Adebayo, he's really good. Like, he yeah. can mess with... It, he's not getting a whole lot of credit like, he in, can, in this run. Anthony Davis was just kind of on God mode defensively, and that didn't bother him. That didn't bother him at all. It would, it would work, and Jokic would then just be unfazed and back to himself. It would be very interesting. The Nuggets depend on a lot of guys that, you know, I don't think anyone, you know, even Nuggets fans who have enjoyed this team all year, and I don't want this to be shots fired at a guy because he's actually been incredible and I've been tough on him in the past. You know, can Contavious Caldwell Pope? Thought you might go to KCP. Not have a big game? Like, absolutely. Um... No what? No, man. It was a bad bet. Nuggets in five. Mm. And the, Jamal Murray's really good. Michael Porter Jr.'s actually a guy. Aaron Gordon bounds. feels like he heard a lot of shit about Aaron Gordon and landed in the right situation. Like, this team... KCP has been playing great defense, and he hits open threes, and that's what's asked of him, and that's great. Out of your fifth player... Because he was guarding, like, LeBron well. Jamal Murray's nasty. Really, really. Like, he was really young, good. but, again, if you did the young guys that kind of played like Curry, it was, like, him and Trey Young. But Jamal Murray actually has, like, a body. Him and, him and Jokic have an awesome combination. Aaron Gordon was always a stud, but it just felt like he was missing something and wasn't tapping into it. 
Guess who taps into that? Joker. Michael Porter Jr. probably should have been the one pick in the draft, but I was told, I was told, on this episode of I Think You Should Leave Sports, I was told his back didn't work. I don't know, man. That guy's fucking nasty. He's 6'10". He's not scared. He is the perfect amount of not scared you need in NBA playoffs. That he sees a shot and he's ready to shoot. And by the way, he's been grabbing a lot of rebounds too. Because what I just ended on, he's 6'10". Him, Gordon, and Joker, they're sneaky massive, man. Um, I don't know. I was going to I was going to give a side speech about how KCB can be trash for a night. Bruce Brown, one of Gordon and Porter, but like not both of them. Nuggets in 5. I'm just hoping the Heat win the first game so I could cash out. I really like Jamal Murray. DeAndre Jordan going for a ring tomorrow night. Uh hey, funky episode. I told you it was going to be uh, we're lining up our monthly foolish. Yep. It actually might be a week or two. Uh, he had like a wedding or something. Boring. Boring. Not into it. Uh, we'll line up something else fun. Ah, jolly. So toxic. Thank you, guys. He's toxic lately. Love.